Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Americans. Today we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 6, titled Born Again. Uh, Okay, bunch of stuff happening in this episode, a lot to talk about, but first and foremost, let's just get this out of the way. There's more stuff happening with Philip and Kimmy in this really creepy storyline. This really creepy, very uncomfortable, albeit brilliantly handled storyline that I do respect for how well written it is, but I don't like talking about because it just makes me feel weird inside. And it only gets creepier. It only gets creepier when on one of their little private dates... After Philip uh, makes her listen to Pink Floyd, the teenage girl that this grown man is courting asks him to take a bath with her. Ah! Ah! <laughs> Why? Why do it? Writers, why make us picture this? Ah, thankfully, Philip declines for a couple of reasons. One being he is very visibly uncomfortable by this, and it's like, uh, yeah, no, you you go take a bath yourself. I'm not gonna be in there because literally everything about this creeps me out, and I hate it. Uh, and then as she's taking her bath. Uh, uh, he lets, uh, one of his accomplices in, uh, some other Russian agent, uh, to plant the bug in her dad's briefcase that we've been talking about, uh, that we touched upon in the last episode was gonna happen. Uh, so they're running this operation, planting the bug in there, uh, and it's this big, tense deal, uh, and then Kimmy comes out of the bath. Walking around with just a towel covering her up. This could not get creepier. I swear to God, this could not get creepier. And she's like, hey, where'd you go? And he's like, "Uh, I went to my car to get a gift for you. Go into your room and uh, I'll get it ready. No peeking. Giving this, like, flimsy cover to hide the fact that he let someone else into her home to plant a bug in her dad's briefcase. And he just ducks in and is like, how long? How long will this take? Uh, Give me your earrings now. And he just gives this woman's earrings to Kimmy randomly to deflect suspicion. 
And then... As this Russian woman is, like, just sort of ducking out... By far the creepiest moment of this entire storyline happens. This, this teenage girl takes her towel off and just shows her naked body to this grown man. Uh, why? Why are you? Why? And Philip, like, just freaks the hell out. It's like, no, 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 don't do that. Do not do that at all. This is, uh, <laughs> this is creepy. I don't like this. This is where I draw the line. And, uh, he ends up diving into his own personal baggage and using church as an excuse as to why he can't have sex with this with this teenage girl. Uh, so yeah. Uh, they're not gonna be able to have sex cause Jesus. That seems to satisfy her well enough. And then... We're like, okay, great. Hard part's over. And then... He goes to Gabriel and reports. And Gabriel reveals that, uh... They require weekly updates instead of monthly. So, Philip's gonna have to keep going back there every, every week. Oh boy. <laughs> yep. So that's happening, and when Philip, like, just flat out protests, it's like, no, I'm not doing this every single week. Gabriel drops a little reminder... As to how important this intel is, in the form of dropping multiple bombshells, that, uh, hey, remember that arena chick? Remember that arena chick that, uh, Philip used to date in Russia? And who had his baby in Russia? And then, like, sort of rode off into the sunset, like, uh, I'm never going back. Uh, well, it turns out they captured her, and she revealed that she has Philip's son. And turns out Philip's son is, uh, is a soldier in Afghanistan. So now Philip needs this intel to stop the war in Afghanistan to protect his son. And what happens next is so freaking brilliant. And I love it. Uh, so Philip goes back to Kimmy and explains to her further, like, hey, so the reason I went to church is because uh, uh, when I was young, I got a girl pregnant. And she raised the kid all on her own. She never asked for anything, but I don't get to see the kid. And I'm trying to be a better man so I can see the kid. Like, he is fully drawing off of his own personal baggage. Like, it's not... Like, none of this is a lie. Not really. It's just, he's omitting the part where... 
his kid is Russian, and the girl he got pregnant is Russian. Like, he's just omitting all this stuff, but for the most part is, like, telling her, like, 100% fact. Like, he did get a girl pregnant when he was young. Uh, he does have a son. He didn't get to see him. Uh, the girl did raise the kid on her own. Uh, and he does want to see him again, because it's his freaking kid. Uh, and then they have this great moment where they pray. Uh, where Philip and Kimmy pray together. Uh, and it's this really, really beautiful scene that almost makes you forget how creepy this whole storyline is. Almost. Uh, but it, it's very, very good. Look, I'm making jokes about how creepy this is. I'm... I'm acting all disgusted, but this is actually a very well done storyline. I feel the need to keep uh, qualifying that. Uh, also, Elizabeth is still having meetings with this Hans dude who she's training. Uh, and uh, Hans stumbles upon a dude who is talking to South African intelligence. Huh. So this guy, who's just this, like, spy in training, barely knows what he's doing, just sort of stumbled upon an actual spy plot that now Elizabeth has to deal with. That was unexpected. All right, then. Cool. <laughs> Whatever. I'll allow it. Uh, we also got a bunch of stuff going on with Paige. Uh, this episode actually opens with her baptism. Uh, and it's a very well-handled scene. Where you have this stark contrast of, like, Paige being all happy, going through this very beautiful ceremony... It's a fun, happy time, and then they keep cutting back to Philip and Elizabeth being very unimpressed. Because <laughs> you know, like, this represents Paige getting further and further away from them. Uh, getting further and further away from their ideals. And by design on Philip's end, because he really wants Paige to be as far away from all this KGB stuff as possible. Uh, but it's a brilliant, brilliant opening, uh, followed by uh, a lot of Paige being very confused as to how kind her parents are being <laughs> in the wake of this whole baptism thing. Uh, there's a great scene where uh, Elizabeth is smoking in the garage and Paige catches her smoking and Elizabeth's like, yeah, okay, I smoke. And Paige is like, yeah, I know. Henry knows too. And I'm not going to nag you because uh, you know it's bad for you, but uh, I wish you didn't, and I hope you quit. And Elizabeth's just like, uh, okay. That was a very mature response. Cool. But then finally, uh, at Gabriel's request, 
Uh, at Gabriel's little hinting request, Elizabeth finally takes matters into her own hands and doesn't flat out say that she's KGB, but does pick up Paige and does take her to the old neighborhood of one Gregory. And talks about how great Gregory was. And all the activism stuff that she and Philip participated in when they were first married. And how, like, not everything was legal, but it was right. Sometimes doing good is harder than just protesting and signing petitions. So, Paige... Getting a very subtle crash course in how Philip and Elizabeth do, quote-unquote, the right thing. Basically, this confirmation without actual confirmation, hey, we're KGB people. So... Pretty big deals for Paige bookending this episode, uh, both beginning and ending. Uh, with big page moments. Uh, and everything going on on that front is amazing at this point in the show's run. Uh, we also got some stuff happening with Stan. Some pretty minorish stuff, but still some stuff. Uh, Stan goes on a date with this one S chick. Uh, he brings her over to the Jennings for dinner, and they have a very awkward conversation about Est with Henry. Uh, they start doing the sex in Stan's house. And Stan gets very awkward because he's never been with anyone other than Sandra in this house. Uh, and while this is happening, uh, turns out one of Stan's friends from, like, his old robbery division days, uh, died in a plane crash and... Now, Stan and Sandra and Matthew were all very sad about this and having this little family moment about it as they're both moving on in opposite directions. Uh, it is very well done and also very, very awkward, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, also, we got more stuff happening with Nina. So, Nina... Is kind of manipulating this one girl into flat out confessing what she did. Flat out confessing that she knowingly acted against the Soviet Union. Uh, and does it very well. Uh, she talks about uh, the husband she left and the two lovers she had in America. And just sort of gently pushes her uh, by talking about... The men in their lives to talking about what she'd do for love and also what uh, she did to get herself in that prison. And I love this moment where she confesses and like Nina just has this very subtle moment of just, yes. Like you could tell, like she's trying to hide it, but you can tell she's thinking, I did it. And then like the next time you see her, she's like, ravenously eating, like, a real meal, uh, chugging wine and stuff. 
then she goes back to the cell, can barely look at this chick, uh, and then just sort of looks away as, uh, as guards come and take her away. And it's this really heartbreaking scene. Uh, after a couple episodes of Nina establishing a connection with this girl, of this girl being carted away, like, screaming, What did you do? What did you do? Like, just terrified, like, feeling so betrayed, and Nina just looking away, like, knowing how much she, how much of a gray area she's in, and just not being able to acknowledge it. Like, just look away, it, it, it won't exist if you don't look at it. Sort of mentality. Uh, but amazing progression on Nina's part. Uh, we also got a couple more minor things. Uh, Philip and Elizabeth smoke weed. That's a pretty fun scene. Uh, and also, no more classified documents on the mail robot. Yay. FBI, better. FBI, not as stupid. Wee! And, uh, that's pretty much everything that happens in this episode. It's a good one. It is definitely a good one. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow, we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 7. Talk to you then.